Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, John Berghoff here, standing in for Hal Elrod. Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about the conversation that you're about to listen in on. This was a conversation that I had with a dear friend and one of the most inspiring people I've ever known, Gail Goodwin. This conversation, and I don't want to spoil any of the stories for you, you're going to realize really quickly, Gail is an incredible human being with real world stories that are going to inspire you to embrace adventure. They're going to inspire you to live big. And one little explanation, this conversation was recorded as part of a masterclass series that Hal and I run for a private mastermind group of ours. So if you hear us referencing our Quantum Leap Mastermind group or any conversation that sounds a little confusing, now you know it was recorded in a separate meeting environment. But it was so powerful, we thought we have to bring this conversation to you our Achieve Your Goals podcast community. I hope you enjoy. All right, Quantum Leap Mastermind members, welcome to another edition of our exclusive Quantum Leap Mastermind live webinars. And today we have Gail Goodwin. And for those of you that are not here live, I just have to say this, that before we started the call, Brianna Greenspan, QLMer, stated that just getting to be on this call made this year worth it for her because Brianna had just pointed out that she has had Gail's <laughs> Inspire Me Today app on her phone for years and years and years. And so today she got to meet Gail and we're all hanging out here together live. If you're here live and if you're here recorded, that's great too. I want to make just a personal comment about how unique and special this is to bring Gail to this community and if we can, if we can find a way at some point in the future, and I can't make any promises because Gail has a lot going on in her world, I want to get her to one of our live retreats. It wasn't going to work for this event in March, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that to kind of apply like a friendly, positive pressure to Gail to get her to one of our live mastermind retreats. But I want to share that I was introduced to Gail. And at some point today, Gail, we've got to share this story yeah. because if you're a quantum leaper and you believe in synchronicity or you believe in fate or destiny or I don't know, mysticism or mythology or any other spirit that exists that is invisible and hard to explain. I will tell you that the way I was introduced to Gail, which was actually through Hal Elrod and what unfolded after meeting her is nothing short of a magical, magical example in my mind of how amazing the world is when we are in those moments where we're present enough to follow the signals that people and places are sending to us. So Gail, at some point we'll reveal that story of how I first met you. Maybe we start with that and you can tell me what you'd like to do. But I want to make sure we find out a lot about Inspire Me today because Gail, you were doing something on the internet like a decade before the rest of us got into the internet. And because of that, I know you've been awarded and recognized as being one of the most influential people on the internet, one of the most inspirational. And that's through the work you've done with Inspire Me today. So we got to talk about that. 
And I know you have some other incredible stories about how you've chosen to live life. I see Mike McCarthy, he's the head of our GoBundance Mastermind program. And you know, one of their mantras is grabbing life big. And I don't know if I know anybody that has grabbed life bigger than you, Gail. So I'm super pumped to have you here. And where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Inspire Me Today journey? Do you want to start with how you and I met? Whatever you want. Why don't we jump in with Inspire Me Today since that's kind of where you started and then we can go from there. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Tell us how Inspire Me Today came about. It came about, you know, they say find a problem and solve it. That to me was really what Inspire Me Today was all about. I had no intention of starting a website. I'm just one of those type A personalities that when I find somebody or something that I love and I want to learn more, I'm like this constant sponge. And I kept looking and looking and looking. And I love Jack Canfield. I love Wayne Dyer. I love all these guys, but I don't want the same one every day. I want something new and fresh and new ideas and people that I had not yet been introduced to. So I started looking for it and I couldn't find it. And so I thought, hmm, I'm going to start a website. And I had the concept in my head of exactly what I was going to do. And I'm going to digress here for a bit, John, if that's all right. Yeah, please do. It's kind of one of those things that, you know, if you want to make the universe laugh, make really concrete plans of what you're going to do. That's what I did. And then I think God laughed and said, hey, guess what? My daughter graduated from college. She's always had this amazing angelic voice. And when she graduated from college, she called me and she moved to Nashville and she said, mom, I want to write a song together. And I said, great, okay. And we thought about different topics and we talked about it, but neither of us were songwriters. And I went to bed that night and I woke up about two o'clock in the morning and I always have my little journal with me. And I heard her singing a song to me in a dream. And I'm not a songwriter. I cannot write music. So I just put dots for where the music went and wrote the lyrics down. And in the morning, I called her. I said, honey, I've got a song for you. And she's like, mom, you're a real estate developer. Keep your day job. What are you talking about? And I said, but seriously, you sang this to me over and over and over last night. And she just beat me up and said, look, I live in Nashville. I'll find songwriters. Thanks, mom, but no thanks. I got on an airplane and I flew to Nashville and said, you really need to listen to this because this is not my song. This is your song. You sang this to me. All I did was write it down. She went into the studio later that day, recorded that song with the help of Mark Victor Hansen and Alex Mendozzi, and we released it as an audio postcard on the internet. It had, and this was 10 years ago, more than a half a million downloads in the first month. It's not as impressive now, but when you look where we were 10 years ago, internet-wise, it was incredibly impressive. But from that, we got invitations. The song was written from a soldier's wife perspective. So John, what you were just saying about Iraq really touched my heart as far as your previous guests that you had on last week. In that, the name of the song, if anybody wants to hear it or Google it, it's called Baby Come Back Home by Carly Goodwin. And that song touched the hearts of so many military families that the invitations started coming in. And we spent the next two years entertaining our troops at over 100 bases throughout the United States, three trips down to Guantanamo Bay. And it was at Gitmo, the very first trip down there. It was during the time of the prison trials, if you remember that way back when in the news. And one of the Marines said to me, I'm surprised you guys even have the, you know, the courage to come down here or you even care. Americans hate us. And I said, no, we don't. We may disagree with the political administration. We may disagree with policies, but you're our brothers and our uncles and our sisters and our cousins and your family to us. Of course, we love you and we support you. And he went, huh, prove it. And I left that 
interaction with this Marine really touched with how can I, as one person, let them know that the sacrifices that they're making are so genuinely appreciated by all of us? Well, a week later, an opportunity, we were back in Nashville and an opportunity presented itself and it was, it's called Fanfare and it's the Country Music Association's largest event each year with 50,000 people coming to it. Carly, my daughter, had a booth there and we decided, let's just go get a scroll, you know, the newspaper that the paper that newspaper is printed on, unroll it and see what happens. So I invited people as they were walking by, threw out a handful of Sharpies and just said, write whatever message of love and support you want. And we're going to send it down to that guy in Guantanamo Bay. We had lines, John, for four days. We kept running back and getting more scrolls and more scrolls and more scrolls. And by the end of four days, it exceeded seven miles long. Wow. It was like, Wow. wow. And on the very last day, one of the gentlemen asked me, you know, he's looking at these piles of scrolls that we had. He said, what are you going to do with these? And I said, we're going to take them right to Iraq to where they matter the most and let our sons and daughters, our fellow countrymen know how much they are loved, supported, and appreciated. And my daughter just looked at me and said, you know what? And I said, honey, I have no idea where that came from, but I think we're going to Iraq. I mean, I had no idea where it came from. It was just an inspired idea that happened in that moment. So then I thought, okay, how does one get to Iraq in the middle of a war-torn you know, situation? You don't just, hey, I'm going to fly to Iraq and take these scrolls with me. So I thought, well, if I was to be successful, if I were to be successful in creating this, what would the first step be? And took that first step. And then from one to the next to the next. And a few months later, we were in Iraq. And we spent a month there visiting 18 bases and delivering these scrolls. And at the time, right before we left, we were at the rotunda in the Capitol building in Washington. And Congress took a break and came out and Congress signed it. And then we took it to Iraq. And at that point, it was 18 and a half miles long. And so if you had told me I had to, you know, hey, I want you to write a song and create an 18 and a half mile long love letter to our troops and find a way to spend a month in Iraq, I would have said, John, I can do a lot of things, but that's crazy. There's no way I can do that. And yet by taking just one step after the next, it all unfolded. But this brings me circle right back around to inspire me today. The very first base we visited was a base called Al-Qaim. It is three miles from the Syrian border in northwestern Iraq. And it was a base that had never had entertainment because no one, as they put it, was, they said dumb enough, I think, whatever, to go there. It was a very remote base. And they were still building the stage for Carly when we got there. But anyway, in Al-Qaim, there were about 3,600 Marines there. And I think four of them might have been women. All the rest were men. And so at the end of her concert, a young boy came running up to me and said, excuse me, ma'am, may I ask a huge favor, ma'am? And I said, sure, what do you need? Anything. And he said, could I have a mom hug? And it was like, ah, wow, of course you can have a mom hug. And so I gave him his hug and he buries his head in my neck and he started crying. And he said, you smell like home. He said, this is the first time I've been touched in nine months and four days. And I'm thinking, wow, how do you do that? I'm sorry, let me go back just a moment. Just before the hug, he said to me, I haven't had a shower in 37 days, but can I still have my hug? And I said, of course, and gave him the hug. And then afterwards, I was curious and I asked him, this is a really modern, great base. Why have you not had a shower in 37 days? And he explained that he lived in a ditch 
three miles away on the Syrian border and guarded his section of that sand for 30 to 40 days at a time until his replacement came. And he is alone. And I'm thinking, I'd have a hard time living in my house for 30 days with zero interaction with anyone. How do you do it? And he reached back in his backpack and he pulled out an MP3 player. And he said, I am always looking for good inspiration, ma'am. Do you know where I could find some each day? And honestly, it was like God was tapping me on the shoulder saying, you remember that name you booked two years ago, inspiremetoday.com? And I had that domain for two years and did nothing with it until that day. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm not the only one that needs that kind of inspiration. And so when Carly and I came back to the States, we hired a manager for her. I left my management record industry job with her and founded Inspire Me Today. So that's the story of where it came from and why. Wow. What an amazing story. And I love the chain of events that you just brought us through, Gail, from the song to writing the love letter. And I tried to capture this. I love the question that you asked, which was, you know, if we were to be successful, what would the first step be? I thought, what a great question for us to ask. Even when you speak out loud some sort of crazy goal, well, if it were to work, what would the first step be all the way through to being inspired to then move forward with Inspire Me Today? What an amazing story. So that's the origin story for Inspire Me Today. Bring us up to speed a little bit about what then unfolded. You since have gone on to interview hundreds, maybe thousands of, as you refer to them, luminaries. And I, mm-hmm. uh, many of us have seen that that list includes some people that many of us consider to be some of the most well-known luminaries in the world. What have been some of the most interesting or inspiring interviews? That's my first question. And then I guess connected to that, you know, what are some of the lessons, the big lessons that have stuck out from all of these incredible people that you've had a chance to meet? I have been so blessed in that people say yes. And many folks will ask me, well, how do you know this person? How did you get this interview? And for me, it's just pick up the phone and call them, send them an email and ask. And people say, well, I can't do that. And it's like, if you don't do that, your answer is already no. If you do do that, you've got at least a 50-50 chance that they're going to say yes. And you know, it's really, I'm going to go back again, John, and share one other story with you that I think might be relevant to your group. I am a big believer of celebrating something in advance. Before it happens, celebrate it and get that energy going of yes. And if you see me bouncing, it's because I always sit on a big bouncy ball because I think that that keeps the energy flowing as well. But when I had Inspire Me Today up and running, I mean, at this point, we've featured thousands of people. Our inspiration goes out through our affiliate partners to about 34 million people every morning. And it's still free to the luminary It's also free to anyone to just jump on and be inspired. But I knew that my two favorite people in the world that inspired me personally were Guy Laliberté, who is the founder of Cirque du Soleil, and Richard Branson of Virgin. And I thought, all right, how does a, you know, a nobody like me get to somebody like that and have them say yes, because they must get tons of inquiries. And so a girlfriend of mine, one of my luminaries named Kristen, contacted me and said, hey, I'm doing a happy dance guru video and I need you to go to your best happy place in Montana. I'm looking out my window here at this valley and the trees and the snow. She said, I want you to go to your favorite place and do your happy dance on video for me. Will you do that? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it for you. 
So she called me that Friday and said, hey, today's my deadline. Did you forget I didn't get your video yet? And I was going through upside down short sales in Las Vegas on crashing of properties. And it was a nightmare time in my life. And I'm thinking, I don't want to do this today. I don't want to you know, act like I'm happy and do a happy dance, which is obviously exactly what I needed. So I said to my husband, I've already promised Kristen I'll do this. Will you drive me down to a ranch that I used to own, which is the biggest, best, most gorgeous vista that I know of? So I called the new owner and said, can I come down? And he said, ah, I'm not even there. Head on over and have at it. So I went to the back meadow of this property, this bittersweet property that I used to own. And there in the middle of 300 acres of nothing is a trampoline. And it was like, hmm, all right. So Daryl, my husband, who you've met, John, just goes, oh yeah, get up there. And so I jumped up on the trampoline and I'm jumping up and down. And he said, come on, give me your happy dance. Well, I'm jumping up and down, but I'm just not feeling it. And he yells out, Richard Branson just emailed you and he wants to meet you. And he's invited you over to his house to do an interview. Show me what that looks like. And I was hooting and hollering and dancing and screaming. And then he yells, and Guy Laliberté called, and he went through the whole thing. 30 minutes later, we had a killer video. It only needed to be 30 seconds, but I was jumping and screaming and celebrating. I got back from that meeting about two hours later, drive back to our house. Two things happened while I was up on that trampoline. Want to guess what they were? (laughs) No way. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) way. Richard Branson emailed me personally saying, I got your email. And I'd love to invite you over the next time you're in the BVI, pop over for a glass of rum. And I was like, oh my God. And then the phone rang and it was Guy Laliberté's assistant, Renee Claude. And she said, I have worked for Guy for 11 years. He gets approximately 29 to 32 inquiries per day. He has turned down everyone consistently for the last seven years. He's not taken one interview. He just called me into his office and said, do you remember that Inspire Me Today, girl? Will you find out more and book that interview? I want to talk to her. He left the following day for Star City, Russia, and was training to be a, with the cosmonauts at the facility in Star City, Russia, to blast off to this International Space Station. He called me from Star City, Russia, and we spent two and a half hours on the phone doing that interview. And then he called and asked for questions from the International Space Station. How cool does that get? And for me, this all happened because I was dumb enough, brave enough, however you want to put it, to think that I had a chance for them to respond. And I celebrated it in advance as if they did and took that step. And hot damn, they did. I mean, they said yes. And those two were probably my most favorite interviews, not only because of how it happened, but because of who they are as people as well. And you also asked me, John, the underlying theme. I think the underlying theme that I've gotten came from many as pieces. And it's basically, we're here to live this life. Go have fun with it. If you can realize that the only difference between fear and excitement is whether or not you are breathing. And what I mean is when we get frightened and fearful, and it just exacerbates the whole situation versus... Take a deep breath and think of the what if being, what if good stuff happens? So often we think of what if bad stuff happens. And Mike, I understand you play big. John mentioned that earlier. One of the things that a friend of mine, Gay Henderson, Gay said to me, I can remember meeting with Gay and interviewing him at his home in Ojai probably six, seven years ago. And I was going through another real estate development 
And Gabe asked me, how's it going? And I said, it's a little scary at times. And he burst out laughing. And he said, it should be. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, if you're not scared, you're not playing big enough. And that has really stuck with me. And so rather than feeling that that fear is something that is to be pushed aside and never dealt with, to me, it's like, oh yeah, I'm in the big leagues. This is working. I'm making a difference. And I think the more we step out of our comfort zone, the bigger difference we can make in the world. So wow. Hopefully that answers your question, John. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is really awesome. Just listening here, I so much appreciate the idea of celebrating something in advance. What I like about that is it's not just we should see it in advance, which in and of itself, I think we all benefit if we can mm-hmm. build a habit of visualizing and a discipline of trying to see the future. But I think there's a big difference between just seeing it and actually celebrating it. And well, there yeah. totally is. I mean, even with my vision board, upstairs in our bedroom. You can stand there in the morning and go, oh, yeah, 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 woo, and that's it. Or you can say, I already have that. I already have that. Yes, yes, yes. And the more you get physically involved with jumping up and down, celebrating, it changes the vibration of every cell in your body to attract that what is out there that you are desiring. And it just yeah. it brings it so much faster. It's the same way I met my husband. So I can tell you this works brilliantly. And it amazes me that more people are not tapping into the power that they have inside and using it for your own benefit. Yeah. It's there. Go for it. Well, Gail, you, um, when I first met you, I want to share the story of how we met. So I want to share the story with everybody because when we were first introduced, it was through our good friend, Hal Elrod. And this was maybe 2008. Hal called me and said, JB, I know this woman named Gail Goodwin, and I, at the time, didn't know who you were, anything about you. And he said, she invited me to go on a private sailboat through the British Virgin Islands. And he happened to know that that's one of my favorite places in the world. And that when I was young, my parents took me sailing in the British Virgin Islands. I went on a trip with Mara, my wife there, and he knew that I loved that place. And so he called and said, hey, if you're interested, I'll connect you with Gail and you know, see where that could go. He wanted to basically give me his spot because I think they were expecting their first child and something they couldn't quite, he and Ursula couldn't make the trip. And I'll never forget, and part of why I want to share the story is because one, this is an example of you living out, really designing an epic life where your life and your business and your fun and your work are all one in the same the way that you did this, where you essentially lived on a boat for whatever, four weeks out of the year and invited people to come network together. And I just think it was amazing. But there's a fascinating story that maybe a few of you have heard me share. I've never had the chance to share it in your presence, Gail, with others around. So this is kind of fun to share this. But when I was invited to go on that trip, I spoke with you about it. And that was at a time in my life where the financial investment to go on that trip was something I had to really think carefully about. I would say it was not an inexpensive trip to go on. And I had to follow my intuition. And I guess you could say it was part of your intuitive capability rubbing off on me because I thought to myself, we're going to do this. We're going to go on this trip. And so we went on the trip. You and I became great friends. Uh, I think, was Mara with me on that first trip? Yeah, we were together. We met you and Daryl and two other couples on this beautiful sailboat. We spent a little over a week sailing from island to island to island, just living an incredible life. 
and having amazing conversations. And I'll never forget on the trip, I thought to myself, well, this was worth more than I ever could have spent. Yet what's really interesting is months and months later, (laughs) I was off doing my thing. And I was at that time running my own sales training business and Vitamix was a client of mine. And I can remember I was trying so hard to get not just one foot in the door, but two feet in the door to do more and more work for Vitamix because that was a great client. I loved everything about them. I loved their product. And I was at one of their sales conferences where I knew that Jody Berg, the CEO, was going to be there. And I didn't know her really well at the time. But I knew that if I had a chance to get a little bit of time with Jody, maybe I could get her to be more interested, more curious about me and what I do. And you know, who knows what that could lead to. Well, what ends up happening is we're at the JW Marriott in Orlando. And I'll never forget this. The meeting is ending on the first day. And I, in the most manipulative way possible, position myself in a Starbucks that I knew Jody would have to walk by between the meeting room and her hotel room like to go get ready for dinner. And I thought, if I sit right here, if she walks by, I might be able to get her to sit down and you know, then convince her to hire me for more work. That was my train of thinking. And exactly as I thought it could happen, she walks through the last person to walk by. And she sees me and I invite her in to have a cup of tea. And I knew that I had a small window, like 20, 30 minutes, if I was going to get her to even sit down. She sat down. We start having a conversation. And I'm going to admit to this group that I did not start that conversation looking back the way that I would do it today. I took an approach that was not really mature. It was an approach that was selfish. It was, how do I get her interested in me? And of course, you're the kind of group that knows that you know the real key to that is to be interested in her. But I was so insecure and nervous, and I knew this was a rare opportunity. I'm trying to get her interested in me. Well, 25 minutes into this conversation, it's not working. She's very politely, respectfully engaging with me, but it's not opening up the conversation the way I thought it could. And then I, there's a little voice in my head that says, wait a minute, why don't you do what you've probably talked to others and what you know is the right thing to do? And why don't you ask another question or two about Jody to maybe unlock something that matters to her and see what that could lead to? So I literally had a minute left because we knew we were out of time. We had to go to dinner. I said, Jody, we just spent half hour here. Is there any goal that you have or obstacle that you're facing that you would love to figure out how to solve right now that just in case there's any possibility I or anyone I know could help you? Is there anything you're trying to do? She says, you know what, John? I appreciate you asking that in that way because, yeah, there's actually something that is so pressing. It's like this one thing that's nagging at me. And there I am, like embarrassed, thinking I just spent 30 minutes and how did I not get to this one thing that mattered most to her, right? She goes, yeah, there's this one thing She goes, I have been wanting for so long. Keep in mind, Vitamix, at the moment of that conversation, was an 89-year-old company started by her great-grandfather. And she said, I've always wanted to have a coffee table book to celebrate our 90th year anniversary. And she had a vision for it. She said, I want to have somebody go out and interview customers. And from kids to spouses to athletes to chefs and ask them to share their story so we could turn it into the most beautiful coffee table book. And I will admit again, that as she's saying that, I'm thinking, oh, this is me. I'm going to make this happen. But in that moment, there was a part of me that thought, I know I'm not really able to handle that project right now, but I thought, I know someone who is. And I said, Jody, would you be open to me introducing you to a woman named Gail Goodwin? She founded a website called Inspire Me Today. And literally, as I'm describing Gail, 
for the first time in our conversation, Jody's now taking notes. She says, yeah, I'd love to meet this woman. So I call Gail. I create an introduction. Gail meets with Jody. They become friends. Vitamix hires Gail to lead up this project. And I'm super proud to say that Gail crushed it. And I can now hold in my hand the 90th year anniversary, 90 years of inspiration. And the name of the book was Gratitude. And all throughout this book are stories, right? And again, this is what Gail is exceptional at, is capturing stories. It starts with the story of Vitamix and Jody's family and how over 90 years they built this company. And then it goes on to have photographed stories of families whose lives were transformed because of the Vitamix. And it's this beautiful book. Now, here's, there's two things about this story that are crazy. Two things that are absolutely crazy. Number one, this is all before I joined Vitamix to head their sales. When I eventually joined Vitamix to head their sales... And I sat down with our biggest customers and we were negotiating 10, 50, $100 million opportunities of all the fancy marketing literature that our company spent, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars producing. Guess what the one item was that was the only item that I brought to every single meeting that I went to? It was this book. This book did more for me to help me close deals with the largest retailers in the world than anything that our marketing department ever created. So that's the crazy part number one. Crazy part number two is at the end of the project, Gail reached out to me and on her own, she said, John, you know, in our world, when someone refers a piece of business like this, it's a standard thing to pay a referral fee. And I said, hey, I'm delighted if you want to pay me a referral fee. And the check that Gail sent to me, and I didn't know what it was going to add up to, But I will tell you that very close to the dollar, it was exactly what I spent to go on that first boat trip in the British Virgin Islands with Gail. And so I share that story with all of you because there's so many amazing synchronicities and coincidences, whatever you want to call them. But it's just one more example, Gail, of how things in your life seem to have amazing endings to these stories. And so I would love if you wanted to either share with everyone a little bit about your boat adventures or one of the reasons I wanted to have this call today is because when I was talking with you last month, I realized you have another one of these adventures. And I thought, and you know, on the phone, I almost like booked all of it to extend to our QLM group. But I wanted you to introduce your next big adventure and also to talk about one of your other crazy projects, which is your the first in the world treehouse ski in, ski out homes that you're building right now in Montana. So talk about anything you want. Yeah. Let's jump into the boat thing because John, I love you. And for you to have a group like this is so exciting. For me, going sailing is one of my favorite things to do. Being on the water is one of my favorite things to do. But when you can do that with people that you can actually sit down and have a heart-to-heart real conversation where you can help make a difference in their life and you can connect this one to that one and this one to that one, magic seems to happen the same way as it did on the one you were on. So I guess the easiest way to put it is I still go on the little boats, but I have so many people that want to come. And the big boat. Well, yeah, it's a big boat in perspective. If you're comparing it to the little one you were on, you were on a 51 footer. This is 344 feet, but it is all inclusive, super high end, super upscale. I would say six star without exaggerating. I have never in my life 
you know, from staying at the Ritz to the Four Seasons to wherever else, never had the level of decadence that I have when I do this. Last year, my husband and I, in November, flew to France and did the south of France through the French Riviera, Spanish and Portuguese Rivieras. And then from there, stayed on the boat and did the transatlantic crossing back to Barbados. And so it was just three weeks on a ship like this. And again, 344 feet, but there's only 100 people on the boat. So it's like having your own private yacht. And when I first put this on my vision board eight or nine years ago, when I found Sea Dream for the first time, it was on my vision board for seven years till my daughter-in-law finally said, you called them? And I said, no, they're too expensive. She said, have you called them? I said, no, they're too expensive. And she said, call me back after you do. And she hung up on me. She also was my CEO for Inspire Me Today for like six years. She said, this is your influence. It's your fault. I'm talking to you like this. And so I called them and they were running a special and we ended up booking that trip. And it was the most amazing vacation I've ever taken. And again, we're surrounding ourselves with amazing people. So I was so blown away by that that I said, hey, Sea Dream, I want to book this boat. And they said, well, we make everybody start off, but you've got to book 20 cabins first. There are only 50 on the boat and they won't let you book more than half the boat unless you book the whole boat. So I said, great, I'll take 20. So I still have about 14 openings for a trip in April of 2018. It is a round trip. Barbados to Barbados. I have sailed in my little boat, the islands from Puerto Rico down to Venezuela, probably a hundred times I've been down there. So I know these islands. And the best thing, the reason we picked this specific trip is it is all of my favorite islands on this one trip. It's eight islands in seven days. And I can promise you, you will have not ever experienced anything remotely close to the level of decadence that Sea Dream is. And so if you are interested, I'll make sure John gets a link and you have contact information. You're welcome to call me. You're welcome to email me. I would be honored to have you join our group and meet a bunch of other incredibly amazing people. And if by any chance you're single and you don't know who to bring with you, don't let that stop you. We'll match you up with somebody else who's awesome, who you may not even know, but we only take amazing people. That's my criteria. And so it ends up being about Right now, we've got a window of opportunity for the next two weeks until the end of February. It's about 3200 per person. Everything's included. And we're talking liquor, food, everything. This is the kind of place that if you're sitting by the pool going from point A to point B, they'll come over, spritz you with water, take your sunglasses, clean your sunglasses, and hand them back to you while someone else is serving you a cocktail. And it's like, <laughs> I've just never known this. My very favorite part is if you like camping, this is luxury camping, the entire top deck has eight double beds and then the front half of the ship, of the yacht, it's two king-size beds put together in a Balinese bed and you can sleep out under the stars and you get your own personalized monogram pajamas. I mean, you literally are sleeping out under the stars in the middle of the ocean. I've never seen anything like it. So I would invite you to join us and again, it's one of those kind of things that you may be going, yikes, $3,200, that's expensive. Look at who you might meet and the experience and the connection. John, you and I have this. I mean, this is exactly what happens every single time when we get on these boats. I'll ask the group that comes with me, okay, what's your number one biggest obstacle that you're dealing with now? Help do you need? Or if here's your magic wand 
you could go, poof, I want this opportunity. What is that opportunity? And share it with everyone else. And people say to me, how do you do this that you pick the absolute best person for me to connect with? And it's, I just laugh and say, I put it out there. The right people show up. And at the end of the week, everyone comes to me and says, my magic dynamite blew up that obstacle and my magic wand gave me this opportunity. And this is so cool. And they've paid for their trip. And so to me, it's about playing bigger. It's about living bigger. It's about putting yourself in a place where the magic can happen. So you're invited to come do that with us, all of you. Just let me know sooner rather than later, because I can't take more than those 20 rooms and we're almost there. So this is amazing. By the way, I'm just going to speak for myself. When you said the price, it could have been 10,000 more, and I still would have thought this might be a great deal. Um, yeah. That's well, kind of crazy. That, know that if you call Seadream directly, it is 10,000 more. This is my deal for booking 20, and I'm passing the savings right on to you guys. That's amazing. So we want to know who bought the other five cabins, because we <laughs> we're going to buy the other 14. So send us, send us a list so those five cabin purchasers can interview us to decide if they want us to join them. It's not even up to them. It's up to the universe. The right people will show up. I can tell you that the last one of these that we did, we had Jody, the president of Vitamix, has been with us before. We've had one of my favorites, who is a Catholic priest. He's now 75 years old. He was the number two guy under Pope John Paul in the Vatican for five years. I mean, we just have such an eclectic range of people, from entrepreneurs to inventors. We have a guy who did one of the spacewalk landings. I mean, we just got amazing people. And you think that, what do I have in common with that guy and how can he help me? John, it's kind of one of those things that go back to your Jody conversation at the coffee shop. When you ask yourself, how can I be of service to that person? It comes just slamming right around at you with something that benefits you and everybody's issues seem to go away and the opportunities expand. So we're incredibly jazzed to be doing this. And on top of it, a little icing on the cake, this trip that we picked is specifically the islands. I picked it geographically, not time of year, not anything else, but where I wanted to go of my favorite islands because there's nothing like these seven little islands. And it happens to coincide with the 10th wedding anniversary for my husband and I and the 10th anniversary for the launch of Inspire Me Today. So we're going to do a little 15, 20-minute ceremony on a beach with caviar and champagne, and you're all invited to the ceremony as well. That's awesome. That is really, really cool. So that's coming up there. But now let me go back to where are we now? I live in northwestern Montana, and it is my heart. I found home when I found this place. I was born back east, but moved to Montana back, I guess I've had land here since the early 90s. And always wanted to figure out a way to be able to afford to live here because it's so just unbelievably gorgeous. We found that property about three and a half years ago, tore, bought it, tore down the old cabin that was there. And this for me was one of the scariest, again, I'm saying scary, scariest times of my life going, oh my gosh, we thought we were going to spend 350000 and buy this cabin. And what do you mean? I now have to tear it down and build something else. And I don't have the funds to do that. And where am I going to find it? Blah, 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 blah. The story that our head spins. That property was just appraised. We bought it for 350, put another four or five into it. And we keep reinvesting the money each week that we get from rentals back into the property. It was just appraised for over 2 million in three and a half years. And it rents for 12,000 a week. 
So that's to give you an idea. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to let you know that if you're scared of taking that next step, do it. What's the worst that could happen? You'll have a learning experience. And from that, we said, okay, what makes Glacier Bear so special is it's the only five-star luxury accommodation in the entire 1.2 million acres of Glacier National Park. So it is super, there's only 100 homes in the whole park. So it's a very elite group that comes there, but we have multi-generational families and our biggest complaint we get, our only complaint we get is, I wish you had more of these. So I started thinking about March of last year. All right, how can I recreate this? Well, you can't just go buy land in Glacier. The property that we bought was the first property that had sold in the last 27 years. That's how rare something like that comes on the market. And so we're looking at this going, all right, where can we find something else that's unique, that's not a box in a box, you know, big condo, little condo, the whole thing, plop, next to the same thing. I wanted something unique and different. And I thought, let's build some tree houses. Let's have fun. Let's do something that hasn't yet been done in this way. So started looking for large parcels and ended up with a smaller parcel, but it was the single parcel on Whitefish Mountain Resort, which is just voted in the top 10 ski resorts in the country. And these things have captured the imagination of everyone who sees them. It's like the talk of the town right now. It's kind of funny that when people say, oh my God, you're the crazy treehouse lady. And it's like, yeah, I'm the crazy treehouse lady. And I got to tell you, John, I did it again. And what I mean by that is I went into this saying, okay, we'll spend $700,000 and we'll put two in this one, two in this one, and three in that one, and we'll be done with it after we buy the land. And we'll be into this for three houses for a million. We're more than double that already. And you can see we're not finished yet. There are nights that I wake up going, how am I going to finish these? And then I just have to laugh at myself. It's kind of like the big me and the little me. And that little scared little girl inside is the one going, oh my gosh. And then I have to say, but wait a minute. That's when I walk into my gratitude wall and I look at all the things that used to be on my vision board that are now on this huge wall. And I can say, I remember when that one, like Glacier, I remember when I was concerned about that and it resolved itself. I can remember when I needed that and it resolved itself. And the energy shifts from fear to taking those deep breaths and going, yes, yes, yes. It's the same. I go back to Iraq. I don't know. Again, if you had told me I had to accomplish that, I have no idea how I would have done that. But the great thing about it is if I know what I want, I know why I want it. I think the universe, God, however you look at it, gives you exactly what you need at the time that you need it and shows up in a better way than I could consciously have planned. And I'm hoping the same thing holds true on Snow Bear, that's the tree houses, in that we will find a way to finish these and this will be another great success. But again, I keep going back to Gay Hendricks. If you're not a little bit scared, you're not playing big enough. And I woke up the other night and I laughed and I looked up at the sky and I just said, hey, Gay, I just want you to know I'm playing big enough because there are still those moments. You know, people say, oh my gosh, you have it so easy now where you are. And it's like, you have no idea. There are still those tense moments of how, and I have to consciously remind myself, how's not in my domain? That's God's worry. That's not mine. Let go of the how, because when the greatest things in my life have happened, it's when I let go of the how. Gail, this is awesome. I'm going to tell you, I got a couple text messages during our conversation here. And I have a feeling that the boat cabins and possibly (laughs) the ski cabins 
I have a feeling those are going to get booked really quickly. There's a Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we sincerely welcome you. You're going to meet just incredible people and not even just the ones that we bring, but the other people on this boat. It's an international group. One of the things I love about Sea Dream, going back to that one, is on the two times we've gone, as Americans, we've been the minority. Mm. And that is, it's a Norwegian company, but that is something really special to me. And if any of you have health concerns, I also want to mention, when you get to the dining room for dinner at night, you have basically your own personal chef. There is an entire gourmet menu that you can choose from, or you can choose anything not on the menu. You could have surf and turf every night with champagne, and that's, it's all included. But then there's an entire menu that's also raw and vegan and yoga classes and, you know, deep breathing exercises. And it just goes on and on and on. And so it's one of those places that if you want something, we had one guy one morning at breakfast said, you guys don't have any banana bread? The next morning, there were 16 loaves of banana bread. It just happens. It's like magic carries. It just solves whatever you need. And so for me to have the magic happen, I cannot think of a more magical setting to be in than on Sea Dream. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. So I'm totally open to any questions you guys have, John. Yeah. Well, I'd like to invite at this point anyone who's here to engage with Gail. Questions? comments, anything you want to do to share. I think all of you are muted out, so you'd have to on your own figure out how to unmute. But anyone who wants to ask any questions, please. And Gail, while they might be thinking of that, I just want to, again, thank you for being here and inspiring us. You set an example, the way that you live. And it's so clear how authentically it just is who you are. And for me, that's really inspiring. And I am also appreciative that you give me permission to play big and to be afraid and to realize that, like you said, the difference between fear and excitement sometimes is just whether or not I'm breathing. Exactly. You know, John, it's real clear here in Montana. I've come to the conclusion that there is really, unless I'm being chased by a grizzly bear or a saber-toothed tiger, there's really nothing else out there that scares me from that level. But yet that's still encoded in our DNA as humans, that survival instinct that we think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to X, you know, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, do whatever. And we go, the same as if a grizzly bear is chasing us, but he's not. That's when you have to stop and turn around and look at it and say, well, what's the worst that could happen? If that happened in this too, there is blessing. I'll end up, you know, shucking oysters, living on a boat in Palm Springs or in uh, the Keys, you know, we'll figure it out. Stop trying to worry about everything that could happen and instead start celebrating what if it does happen? What if it does go the right way? What if Snow Bear is booked out for the next three years in the next six months? Wow, what does that look like? And the more we focus on that, the more that grows. I mean, what we focus on grows. We all know this. So if you're going to focus on something, focus on the good, not what you're afraid of. That's cool. Any questions for Gail? Hey, I have an easy question. Gail, what ski resort in Montana will those cabins be at? If you go to snowbearchalets.com, you will see it is on Whitefish Mountain Resort. And Whitefish Mountain, USA Today and Ski Magazine both put it in the top. I think it was number nine on Ski Magazine and number 11 on USA Today's polls of the best ski resorts. It is a phenomenal secret. So don't tell a whole lot of people in that. I'm not going to tell anyone. 
we ski right to the chairlift, get right on and go smack up the mountain. And so it is, I mean, I lived in Colorado and I've skied all over Colorado. I lived in Park City for seven years. Park City, you planned on a 45-minute wait. They have entertainers to entertain you while you're in line. Here, you just don't have lines. So it's Whitefish Mountain Ski Resort. Oh, man, I'll take a year for the next 10 years. You may have it. Where are you coming from? And I'll take all 14 cabins on your uh, boat, too. And, you know, absolutely. I would really encourage you, think of who is the most amazing person that you personally know and call them and bring them with you. And if you have three friends that you can't decide which is the most amazing, bring all three of them. I can all always right. go back to Sea Dream and say, can we kick the other people off the boat and fill the whole thing? So let that be a problem, but we would welcome it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Sure. Okay. I just want to thank you for sharing. This is Donica. And hi, Donica. Hi. I just want to say you are the epitome of living out loud. In fact, if you were to look those words up in the dictionary, you'd see Gail Goodwin <laughs> for sure. Oh, oh, my goodness. I wonder, did you mention the dates of the trip? It's April 8 through April 15. 2018. And I'm underlining not 17, 18. So it's more than a year from now. In order to take this many people, we have to book that far in advance. Okay. Yeah. We'll send out a summary of the video and some key ideas you shared, and we'll put the links for everything on the Facebook group just to make it easy. Hey, Gail, this is Deanna. I just wanted to tell you how grateful I am that you spent this morning with us. I am so inspired. You gave us a real shot in the old spirit. (laughs) So many things. I have a lineup of sticky notes around my computer right now from everything that you said. I'm just so appreciative of your energy. I felt you through the camera. It was really coming through loud and clear. And I just wanted to say thank you as I before I stepped off because it really was amazing. It just thank gave you. me the shot I needed. So thank, thank you. you so Can much. I add one more thing? Please do. You reminded me of it when you said sticky notes. I have a girlfriend, one of our luminaries named Nikki. And Nikki was always of the belief that good things always happen to somebody else. I can't do that. Who am I to play that big? Who am I to do that? And her grandfather gave her a bunch of sticky notes and the suggestion, write, why not me? Mm. And she plastered them all (laughs) over her house and in the next two years raised $7.4 million online in her business and donated it to a charity for orphans in Mexico. And I love that story because the only thing that shifted, she did nothing different except put in her head the belief that why not me? So at least add one sticky note to your pile that says, why not me? (laughs) It's going down right now. All right. (laughs) I have to say, I feel like, um, and again, yeah, it's so wonderful. I think what you've done for all of us, there's this moment that I think you made us all feel like you were talking directly to us. And yet it was a universal theme. Like I know for sure it wasn't just me that you were speaking to, but it spoke so directly to me that it just felt like that. So thank you so much, my friend. And I'm so sad I have to get off before you finish, but I just wanted to say that before I left. Well, go make your day rock. <laughs> I will. Thanks, I really appreciate yeah. you getting her on here. You're yeah. very welcome. Deanna, I know you're about to jump off, but I'll just say this as you leave with everybody. Can all of you help me? Because you know there's 35 other QLMers who... Many of them are planning to watch the recording. Some of them just miss all of our announcements. All that's okay. 
Deanna, when you leave, all of you go post within our QLM group any value or how awesome this call was today, just to remind people that, hey, they should go listen to this. Yeah, I, as a way absolutely. of serving them. Or in this case, they're literally going to miss the boat. They're going to miss the boat. <laughs> <laughs> they will miss the boat. <laughs> all right, fine, guys. Thank you so much. You're awesome. welcome. Hey, we got time for another question for Gail here. Brianna, I know you're itching to say something right now. I could tell. There's so many things going on in my head. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I've been following what you've been doing for years and to hear the backstory on how this all came together is really inspiring because in our group, we're often asked to step up and play bigger, but you're an example of what we should all be striving to do for real. And so I'm really grateful, JB, for you putting this together. I feel like I have tons of questions, but I'm going to wait to ask them all on the boat, which I'm for sure going to go on. Yay. <laughs> not even a question. I will see you. Excellent. I look forward to it. And remember, we only have two weeks at these prices. So oh, if, I'm you, in. Are, um, yeah, if no, you are serious, we have to look at soon. So call me or text me or email me and we'll connect. Super. But how fun. Awesome. Well, you know, John, I should also mention... I don't have the rooms booked yet, but after the Barbados trip from April 15th for another 13 days, we're staying on the boat and returning it to Lisbon, Portugal and doing the transatlantic crossing. The bonus, the bonus round. Exactly. So if anybody decides that, hey, I want to stay on and do that too, let me know. And that ends up being, it's less than $3,000 because the boat doesn't have to pay port fees. And so I figured I'm going to write, I'm going to relax, I'm going to read. It's downtime for me to just travel across the ocean. And I had never done it before this past November. It was the coolest thing I've ever done for 10 days. We didn't see a bird. We didn't see anything, not a ship, no sign of life, just us out in the middle of the ocean. And when it's a nice day, they stop the boat and you get to get out and play with the jet skis and the boat toys and the Hobie cats and whatever in 10,000 feet of water and swim in the middle of the Atlantic. So it's kind of a cool opportunity. So if Mike, you are interested in that part, let me know. Mike, I bet if you try really hard, you could touch the bottom. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'll dive really deep. Yeah, hold your breath. Wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. All right. And if we're here to make a big difference, we're here to play big also. That's awesome. And to do it with other people who are like-minded. Well, Gail, on behalf of everyone here live and many who are going to watch this recorded over the next few days, thank you. This was really cool. So great to bring you into this world. And it's really neat too that our original connection was Hal and that this mastermind started through his community. And he and I run it together. And I will just acknowledge for everybody, I do talk with Hal every day. We all know he's battling his own battles right now. And he's doing really well. He's in good spirits. He's in a relatively good place, all things considering. So, Well, we'll Um, beam him lots of love and healing wishes and a lot of gratitude also to Hal for the connection to you, John. Awesome. Thanks, Gail. Take care. Bye, everybody. Take care, everyone. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast.